Hi, everybody. It's Catherine. I have written the Sunday Caesar in record time this week, so I'm going to read this week's essay for you a few extra days earlier than usual. But first, a couple of small things. My very last Sunday Soother journal circle party, whatever I'm calling it, is this Sunday, October 25th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. It's one hour of stream of consciousness journaling, a set of guided prompts to help you journal to set up your week ahead for success, and then about half an hour of relaxation via guided breathing and meditation techniques. These have been really wonderful. Um, People have told me it has really impacted their week ahead, so I invite you to join us. It's $10, and all proceeds are going to the Black Emotional and Mental Health Collective. So the other thing is, I am doing a tarot and journaling self-discovery workshop Tuesday, November 3rd, which is election night. It's from 7 to 9 p.m. So if you just need a couple of hours away from the grind of watching the TV and refreshing Twitter in order to focus on yourself and go inwards in community with me and learn a few new things, I think you're going to really enjoy it. Um, So like I said, that's on Tuesday, November 3rd. It is $30. It is... Um, at 7 p.m., I'm going to teach you the basics of tarot. So you can totally be a beginner. You do need a tarot deck, but you don't have to be experienced in tarot. Um, And those who have a level of understanding of tarot will also get something out of this because we're going to be doing some exercises together. So those are two things that I have coming up. And the links for both of those are in the show notes. And I hope I'll join you. uh, I hope you'll join me at at one or, or both. I would love to see you. So I'm going to read this week's Sunday Soother essay, and I forgot the title, <laughs> but it's, uh, I'm going to start out calling it On Slowing Down as a Birthright. Enjoy. Happy Sunday, Soothers. If you've been reading my work for a while, you know that I generally get seasonal affective disorder pretty bad. And yet, somehow... This is the first fall slash winter I'm actually excited about. A lot of this is, one, I know by now my best tactics to keep my mood at least level, if not good, and I'll share those tactics below. And two, because I now work for myself for the first time ever, I can turn inwards and use this season and cycle for what it's meant to be. Inner reflection, slowing down, my version of hibernation. Anybody who follows me on Instagram knows how often I'm out in nature and how much inspiration I draw from it. And the more I tune into the cycles of seasons in nature, the crazier I know it is that we are expected to work nine to five and maintain an output level of productivity consistency across the years, across the year. It's actually just straight bonkers. Like this. I'm reflecting back to past winters, where I would, in the dead of night and dark and 30 degrees, force myself to wake up at 5 a.m., go to walk to the gym for a workout, get to work on time, hopped up on caffeine to get through, and not be outside at any point during the day except when I left work in the dark to walk home in the cold. I'd force these early wake-ups. I'd lament putting on winter weight. I'd sit in front of a light box, honestly, honestly, which can be helpful for sad, in the dark, because I wasn't seeing any natural light during working hours. I told myself that something was wrong with me because I couldn't and didn't want to get as much done in the fall and winter. 
And now I look back and I'm like, what? (laughs) Our bodies are not machines. Neither are our hearts or minds. Fall and winter are literally seasons where we're meant, where we're designed to do many things our society avoids like the plague. Guess that metaphor ain't going to work anymore, am I right? Because our society didn't do much to avoid coronavirus, get it? But we avoid these, turning inwards, shedding, grieving, slowing down, and letting go. I'm privileged enough to be able to take winter a bit more slowly this year. But this isn't afforded to most of us, even a little bit. Nevertheless, I encourage you, wherever you can, to find small ways to shed, to turn inwards, to be gentler with yourself. This is absolutely the season for it. Your body and soul, as well as the earth and every other living thing around us, knows it's a slower time. Let your mind align with that where it can. In case you need this reminder as winter begins to settle its cloak here in the Northern Hemisphere, in the upcoming months, you don't have to keep the same workout routine. You can give yourself permission where you're able to, to wake up later and go to bed earlier. You don't have to keep the same level of social commitments or obligations. You definitely do not have to lose weight, maintain weight, or keep a particular standard of a body shape. Although, you never have to do that year-round, okay? And you don't have to generally do all the things, achieve the most, and be totally on. I know that lots of us are actually dreading winter more than usual because of the pandemic, and I know it will be hard for many. But to offer you some gentleness and insight, I created some questions, reflections, and journal prompts you can use as we settle into the season. What is one belief you'd like to shed this winter? What is one behavior you'd like to shed? What is one thing you'd like to leave behind in 2020? What is one thing you may need to grieve? What is one way you can slow down in the coming months? What is one nourishing winter meal you can learn how to make? What is one way you can make your living space cozier and more inviting? And what is one seed you can plant now for spring? This Vice article, which is linked in the newsletter, also has some wonderful questions and recommendations. In terms of practical tips for seasonal affective disorder, the following have been the most helpful for me. Supplementing with liquid vitamin D and dissolvable B12. Drastically cutting or reducing caffeine and alcohol. I try to find special teas and mocktails to still have little drink rituals throughout the day. Regular meditation and conscious breathing. Making meals with winter produce, stuff I'd never want to eat in hot DC summers. Stews, roast foods, heavier and warmer meals. Weekly baths with Epsom salts. Walking outside during sunlight as frequently as possible. Hiking or being in nature as much as possible. 
picking a plant or tree in your neighborhood and visiting it. Seeing myself aligned in plants, flowers, and trees has been a powerful practice and a reminder for me. My favorite tree that's awash with the most glorious, joyful buds in May is powering down now, too, and holding fast through the coming season. And she's no less beautiful for doing so. In fact, that's what allows her to bloom come spring. I can do that, too. Developing a maximum cozy evening routine. Lately, I'm throwing my PJs in the dryer to warm them up, preparing a cup of hot chocolate while they spin, lighting like 17 candles, then bringing my warm PJs and drink to the couch to read a cozy mystery. This would be a great winter to get invested in a book series, and the Maisie Dobbs series are A-plus cozy mystery books for what it's worth. And frankly, also, I'm leaning into the reality that my mood will not be as bright as it is in other parts of the year, and giving myself a lot of space and grace around that, without giving into it, if that makes sense. And you, too. I want this for you. Give yourself permission to tune into the gentleness of the season in whatever way you're able. You deserve it as a creature, as a member of this planet, as a human being, as you.